0: people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a whole bunch of callers on hold already, and I'm looking forward to talking with them and see what they have to say, what their questions are, and see what our answers are that we come up with. And uh, before I do, you know what this is? This is the first Thursday of November of twenty nineteen, which means we have a winner. I always feel like I'm a host of a game show when I do this. But what, what I'm talking about is I do a drawing each month as a thank you to all of you guys for listening. And I I know that it's one hundred and fifty five dollars for a private one hour session is a lot of money to some people. So I do a drawing each month so somebody can win one. And this month the winner is Mammy Marnita. And she said she and so what she did was she put a review on iTunes about the show and she said, "I just found Julie's podcast. I'm a light worker and have remembered more from her podcast. Julie's a great light worker and teacher. I'm reading her book now and going to take her class. So, Mammy Marnita, email me julietaskjulieryan.com." You have won a free one-hour session with me. We will be able to talk about whatever you want. Health-related stuff. I can scan your pets. We can talk to your deceased loved ones. We can do spirit guide stuff. We can do past life stuff. We can do whatever you want in that hour, and that will be really fun. For those of you who want to uh, participate in this drawing, you just have to do three easy things. And they are, number one, leave a review on iTunes, iTunes.com slash Ask Julie Ryan. Leave a review, number one. Number two, follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan. And number three, sign up for my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. And that's a, a question somebody has submitted online and then I answer it and I pick a different one each week. So, Mammy Marnita, Email me. We'll get you on the calendar, and I look forward to talking with you. All right. Tonight, our first caller is Jamie. So, hi, Jamie. Hi, Julie. It's good to be back on the show. Well, it's good to have you. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Augusta, Georgia. Augusta. Are the colors starting to turn there? Mm, A little bit. They are. Yeah, ours are, too. Ours are, too, in Birmingham. A little bit. Well, Thanksgiving is really when peak color is for us down here. I talk to people all over the country, and I'll say, how are your colors? And they'll say, oh, we're done. I'll say, well, yeah, we're just starting. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody, Jamie is uh, very dear to me. She's been a client for a long time. She took my class, and she just started a new podcast and I got to be her oh, inaugural guest on her first podcast. I mean, how honored yeah. am I for that, James? So, I mean, I'm honored. I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Oh. Well, please tell everybody a little bit about you, a little bit about the work you do, what you did, what you're doing now, and tell them okay. about your show and how they can find it. Okay. Um, I started the Own Your Energy podcast with my friend. Kristen, and it's basically about all things unseen, all things that lie beyond the veil, all things woo-woo, and we are actually going to do a lot of the things and record it and um, bring them back to the podcast. So we're kind of taking people along for the ride with us, taking people on the journey, and I have gone on the journey with you and that's what we were talking about and I started with you as a client when I wasn't feeling well and at the time I was a physical therapist and for some reason I just felt like I could do what you could do I don't know why I I got that intuition and I really wanted to know how to do what you do and I was actually going to ask you if I could do just a bunch of private sessions and you teach me and then you started the class, like the next week, probably. So I ended up signing up for your class, and um, it's taken a lot of practice, but you you taught the basics and you answered tons of questions, and you raised my frequency to where I learned how to get answers from beyond the veil. And so now I'm starting my own energy healing business. I don't do the same thing you do, but um a little bit different. I have my own own style, but right. I've completely changed my life since I took your class right and and that's why I'm so persnickety about letting people's own talents come in as they're supposed to jamie right I think you you know that, and you remember me saying that a lot of teachers in this energy healing space will have certain techniques. You have to do this, stand on your left foot and raise your right hand or, you know, I mean, whatever I'm, I'm making that up, but I'm more about, let's raise the vibrational level and then you can access spirit. That's alive, spirit, you know, that's hooked into a live body. You can access any spirit that's deceased. You can take that anywhere you want. And the thing that I'm so proud of you about is you have been able to put all of this together, and you're changing careers as a result mm-hmm. of it, which is, that's taken some golden ovaries to do that, girl. I've done that many <laughs> times, and I, I know what's involved. Yes, it's a little scary, and it's hard putting myself out there and, and doing the yeah. podcast, um, but I just think it's so fun, and I'm so passionate about it, and I want everyone else to know about it, too, so here we are. We're starting so when the journey. You say, when you say you're going on your journey, what are you going to do? Like do healings on people and then you're going to bring back in what happened and how you did it and all of that on your show? Or what are you going to um, no, specifically like next talk week, about? Uh, so Kristen and I went and got our auras read. Uh, and okay. so we have the aurologist on for our next episode and we're going to go do, other crazy things. We're gonna go to like float tanks and salt rooms and um have different types of healers like EFT, like the tapping healers. Um we have a bunch of ideas lined up of what we're gonna try and then bring those experts onto the show. How fun is that? That'll yeah, be quite have a, have a great great ride. Time. Yeah. Well wonderful. Well I'm so proud yeah. of you and uh thank you. And everybody Jamie, I know you agree with me. Anybody can do this work. It's just a matter of yes, learning ma'am. to do it. We're yep, all born with my the kids. abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say something about that for a minute. Yeah. So I, I taught my husband how to do this. Um, I taught my kids how to do this. And now they they go around asking, is it in my best interest to eat this candy bar? And uh, and they really do get answers. If if they're angry, I'll send them to the room, and I'll say, go talk to your angels, and they'll come out a few minutes later and tell me what they said. And so anyone can learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Wonderful. I have a client that I talked to yesterday and she told me, she said, Yeah, I've been using some of the stuff I learned on your show from you and she said and I've worked worked with my six year old about it, who's in first grade. Mm-hmm. And she said, he came home the other day and he said, Mom, I used your woo woo stuff at school and
1: she said, <laughs> You did? What did you do? And
0: he said, Well, I got my test back and it had a U on it for unsatisfactory. You know, oh, they don't put Fs on a first grader's test. And he said, normally I would be really upset, but I used your woo-woo stuff, and I felt okay about it, and I know I'll do better next time. (laughs) And she said to me, and I'm sure you'll agree with this, she said, oh, my God, you know, we're teaching Mm -hmm. these little children this stuff, and I know your kids are little. And then how is that going to enhance their lives as they grow up? I think it's just fabulous that you guys are teaching your little kids this, this work. Yep, and they're way better at it than we are. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, so how can everybody find you? Um, we are at the Own Your Energy podcast, and I am personally at keepthefaithhealing.com. Okay, so Own Your Energy podcast, just just Google it, and then you'll find it? Mm-hmm. Or That's do a search? Right. Um, it's on Apple, Android, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, and other major podcast locations. Okay, girl. Well, I'm so proud of you. I'm so honored that I got to be on your show. Yay. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. All righty. I am so proud of her. She has just done Remarkable things. And that's the thing. And I don't mean this to sound like an ad for my class, you guys, but the stuff that people are doing after they take my class that uh, really is life changing for them. The stories are just endless. The next class is going to be in February. I think I have four or five people signed up for it already, and we haven't really even started promoting it. So if you're interested, go to my site, com and and look at joining us in February. It's four Saturdays in a row, and it's two hours online. We're in a virtual conference room, and we all see each other, and, and we have people from other countries too. I know one of the people that has signed up, this round is from London. We had a gal from London last time too, and then other countries before that. So, alrighty, let's go back to the phone. I believe our next caller is Miss Patty.
2: Hi, Patty. Hello, Patty from Queens. How New are you, girl? York. I'm okay now.
0: Somewhat. Good. What? Ha- what? Well, why are you better now? What happened?
2: Um. So, two. I'm I'm calling from uh, from Queens, New York. Okay, yeah. so two weeks ago, um, it was a Wednesday, um, I was I had to go to the library at work to drop off some books. And then I said, uh, I have a cream for hamburger and french fries. Okay. So I go to a local um, salad bar that I go to a lot. Uh, I normally go to one delicatessen, but they ran out of french fries. So I went to the local salad bar by, uh, by my work. And I order a hamburger and french fries. So I come, I go back to work at my desk. I, op- I opened up the, the container. All of a sudden, I felt nauseous. Hmm. I wasn't sick. All of a sudden, I felt nauseous. But something, the smell made me nauseous. So I figured maybe I'm just hungry. Maybe that's what it is. So I ate the hamburger. and fact, all, all of a sudden, my heart started racing. I said, oh, my God, I know I'm allergic to something. So then I went home, I went to the emergency room, and the doctor scolded me when I told him that I believed that what I ate was causing my, my racing heart because mm-hmm. I think I'm allergic to something. He scolded me saying, where'd you hear that? That when you eat something, if you eat something and it causes your heart and your pulse, and your pulse goes up, that means mm-hmm. what you ate, you're allergic to it or mm-hmm. you're sensitive to it. And he exactly. said, that's not true he that said, he's not. Yeah, I know, and something made me sick, but I can eat hamburger, I can eat french fries, I can eat potatoes, but I didn't know what was called, maybe there was something inside that didn't read to my body. But I'm glad this happened for a reason, because when I went to the hospital, they did a blood test, and my sugar was 100 after five hours of not eating, and I figured, wait a minute, it's five hours, it should have been down to 80 or something. I have mm-hmm. diabetes in my family and now I bought a glucose monitoring machine and I see my sugar already up past one hundred in the morning. And as I said, this maybe it was a blessing in disguise that I end up in the hospital because I wouldn't have found out that I'm starting to have sugar problems now. And I already start to feel something in the summertime that sometimes when I eat something sugary I feel nauseous. Mm-hmm. And right, and what's scaring me now more is not the diabetes, you know, that I know that. Um, it's more because I had because uh, I was diagnosed with fatty liver two years ago, and the doctor told me back in April. You should not worry about the fatty liver going into cirrhosis because you need a contributing factor like diabetes. Now, if I'm having sugar problems, that's what's really scaring me about uh, the fatty liver too. And okay, couple
0: but, couple of thoughts, Patty. Couple of thoughts. Right. Number one, sugar elevates when you're in a in a uh, an immune reaction. You know, you were in right. a you were having a reaction to whatever you ate that was in that burger or something. What yes, I'm getting yes. is it probably had some kind of soy in it mixed in there with the meat, which ah. is not that uncommon. That's number one. Nice. Number two, if your sugar level is high, sugar level, sugar diabetes, unless it's type one. And fatty liver is completely eradicatable with diet, completely,
1: right.
0: completely. I know that,
2: So, and I've been so, doing that.
0: Yeah, so shoot me an email. I'll send you a link for the gut biome test. Get that done, the poop test in your house. Let's find out what your superfoods are. Let's find out what the foods are for you to avoid based on your gut biome. And food is medicine. That's going to be the first thing for you to do. And this is a do I, have di- All
2: right. do I have diabetes? Do I have pre-diabetes? I have a session with you in January anyway. I have paid for a right. session. Oh, right. great. And I'm happy. Great. I can't wait. But do I have, am I in a process of having diabetes or just, it's just, I think you're it pre- was just free. I think you're pre-diabetic, but I
0: also think you have inflammation in your system, and I think that's what's raising your sugar level. So let's find out what your superfoods are, and mm-hmm. you eat those, and they're going to make you healthy as a horse, and then this is going to be a moot point. It's just not even going to be an issue. So I'm so glad you're all right. I'm so glad you went to the emergency room and got checked out. And, um, and I think it was a blessing so in this guy. I agree.
2: I think it was a blessing. Thanks. Right, because I thanks. wouldn't have found out I- about the sugar.
0: I agree. I agree. So
2: thanks for calling. Okay. Bye bye. Hey, email me. Thanks, Patty. Bye
0: bye. Bye bye. All righty. Let's see who is next. I believe it's Miss Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Hi Amy. Well, I'm oh.
1: sorry. Hi, Blake. How are you? Good. Thank you for taking my call.
0: You're, You're welcome.
1: A, you really are. A, just a gifted soul.
0: Oh, you sweet thing. Say right back at you, babe. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from San Diego. Okay. You got a
1: question for me? I do. I'm going through just this, you know, in this lifetime, guilt, shame, and fear. And I have it here up to now. And I always have this fear of being homeless or... You know, I, you know, this is going to sound crazy to anybody on the phone, but please don't take this wrong. Even going to jail. And that was because I had a tenant a few years ago who actually put a warrant out for me because I went over to fix the dryer. And it was just ongoing. It was just the craziest thing. But I just went into, you know, what do you do with that? I was shocked. I was hurt. I cried. I prayed. I called the police. I didn't know what to do. But honestly, it just haunts me, and I want to get rid of this fear.
0: Okay. Does that so make sure- absolutely, here's a trick that you can use. It's called the two minute rule. I don't know where I came up with it. I made it up, but it works great, and it's free, and it you can it's convenient because it it can be with you anywhere your brain is, and usually our brains with us wherever we go. So here's how it works: thoughts are, uh, Amy, thoughts are things that are out in the universe. They all have a frequency, okay? Thoughts do not originate in our head. We pull them in, and it's like a radio channel. You're on the jazz station, 94.7 The Wave in Southern California, and you're listening to jazz music. You change the station, you're on classical music. You're getting classical music. That's what broadcasts on that station. When you go into those Thoughts of oh my god I'm going to be homeless I'm going to have to, I'm going to go to jail I'm going to you know die blah 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 whatever you're on the frequency of those thoughts okay so what we want to do is we want to disrupt that frequency we want to break it here's how you do it you ask yourself is this going to kill me in the next two minutes that's why I call it the two minute roll so I'm gonna I'm gonna be homeless and then you ask yourself is this gonna kill me in the next two minutes, and you're probably going to laugh or chuckle, and you're going to go, no, it's not. Anything that isn't going to kill you in the next two minutes is a false belief. It's fake news. Okay? If you're standing in the street and there's a truck running down the street and it's going to hit you, you better get out of the street. All right? That's a a rational fear. Everything else is an irrational fear. So you want to disrupt that frequency. Of those thoughts, soon as you go to curiosity, it's going to get you on a different frequency, and you, and then once you've disrupted it, then you you can go back and you can reverse engineer it and say, well, you know, well, if I, what's going to happen in order for me to get homeless? And then you go down. Well, if I'm, you know, really, I won't have to have any money, and then I'll do this, and then I'll do this, and then I'll be homeless, and then I'll be arrested, and you see how crazy it is. And you just prove it in your brain. So two-minute rule. Ask yourself, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? For anything that you're, whenever you're feeling a negative emotion, because it's false. Unless it's going to kill you in the next two minutes. Does that make sense? It, it does. It really does. Okay. I hope you did not ask because it was so freaky. Yeah. So there is a there's a TED talk and it's it, there's a professor at Northeastern University called Lisa Feldman Barrett, B A R R E T T. Look that up, Amy, and you'll see she does a TED talk, it's like twelve minutes or something, on how thoughts don't originate in our heads. And it will completely change your idea of negative thoughts. Negative thoughts are our spirit saying to us, Hey, this is a false belief. You need to look at this from a different perspective. You're making this stuff up and you're staying on the hamster wheel. Disrupt it with, is this gonna kill me in the next two minutes? And you're gonna you're gonna be amazed at how it's gonna help you.
1: Well thanks. can I ask real quickly, is there anything you could do with my energy field to kinda of give me a Yeah. A little, yeah. Yeah. Give you a booster. Just said. Yeah. You're glowing in the dark. I love you, I love you, I love you. You have uh, <laughs> I love your sister. Good, good, good karma for me. Thank you. Oh, thanks for calling.
0: Take yeah. care. Bye, Amy. Bye bye. Okay, our next caller is Kate. Hi, Kate. Hello. How are you?
1: How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, thanks. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I am in Columbus, Ohio. Yay. Study my birth.
0: <laughs> yes. Go Buc- and I am a first time
1: caller, so I'm a little nervous.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Well welcome. Yeah, we Thank uh you. we we like that football team there who's number one <laughs> in yeah. the college football and, and you know, I'm in sweet home, Alabama and this is this is the Bama LSU game and the president's coming down. This weekend. Pretty big deal. It's going to be there. It's a really big deal. So, yeah, they're all wound up around here, too. That's my second favorite team, SBAMO. And they're pretty close to the Buckeyes, but yeah, they're both doing really well. Terrific. Well, welcome.
1: Thank you. Um, And the reason I was just calling, and I want to say that, (laughs) preface it, that it's a very first world problem. Um, my husband and I have been looking for a new home for about yeah. 10 months now. Yeah. And um, our realtor actually is the one who suggested we call into the show and speak with you. We're having a hard time finding oh. something and knowing if this is the right time. And <laughs> so yeah. we're just kind of calling in and, and seeing yeah. if we should maybe put our plans on hold and stay where we're
0: at or if this is something that
1: we should okay. continue to pursue.
0: Okay. Well, I know Columbus is really exploding growth-wise, and there's a lot going on in that town. I think I heard that they're supposed to have another million people living there in the next 10 years. So this is a good time for you to be buying a house, I would imagine, before the inventory gets really slim. Uh, So here's how we do this, Kate, is we ask the spirits, your your deceased loved ones, your spirit guides, your angels, God, not necessarily in that order, but just all as a group. And just preface it with, is it in my best interest to, finish the sentence, dot, dot, dot. And we want to be as specific as we can about it. So okay. ask a question, preface it with, is it in my best interest to, and then we'll refine it down and we'll get some answers for you. Okay. So is it in my best interest to continue to pursue looking for a new home for our family? Okay. So the answer is going to come into your head in a second. And if you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain talking to you. So ask the question again, refine it down a little bit as far as timeline. Okay. Is it in our best interest to pursue looking for a new home right now? Okay. And what's the first thing that came in your in your mind? Yes. I got a yes too. So let's refine it down. Do you want to refine it down to areas? Um. Sure. <laughs> okay. And I would looking suggest, in a specific area. I would. I would suggest pursue looking. I would suggest. Is it in our best interest to move? into a new home. Let's just get down to the bottom line here. Is it in our best interest to buy and move into a new home? Name the area, name a timeline, buy a certain date. Okay.
1: Is it in our best interest to buy and move into a new home by February of next year um, in the north end of Columbus?
0: Okay. Can you be more specific? Um, Yeah. um, In Delaware. Okay. Okay. Delaware City, Delaware County, Delaware County. Okay, there you go. To see yeah. we're refining it down. So, ask it again. Is all one sentence? Okay. Is it in
1: our best interest to buy a home before February of 2020 in Delaware County? Yeah. What's the first thing pops in your head? Yes. <laughs> yes. I got a yes too. So I got a yes now. too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the reason why we want to be really specific is because Kate, if you ask, is it in our best interest to buy a new home? Well that could be in ten years. Right and, and right. spirits are always going to give you a specific answer. It's always going to be right. To get information that's really applicable, you gotta be really specific because they're very literal. So okay. just remember that. And then and you can ask questions that aren't just yes or no. I mean you can ask questions about whatever. Is it in our best interest to Buy in Worthington Hills or in Olentangy Highlands. You know, I mean, even neighborhoods, you can refine it down that way. And then stay like what I was just talking with Amy. Stay in a, when you're feeling dejected, frustrated, angry, whatever. Break. Use the two-minute rule. It's just going to kill me in the next two minutes. (laughs) So it's not. (laughs) You know, it's a false belief. So when you do that, you're going to keep your vibration level high, and then that's when the magic happens. You're going to be able to um, bring in, you know, all kinds of things that are going to be unexpected. And a lot of the time, it's that you the, the property just hasn't come available yet. Yes. We, we've so, lost
1: quite a few. so We're starting to feel yeah. a little defeated.
0: So, Yeah, but you know what? When you look back at it and you see what you end up with, you're going to be so glad that you lost those other ones. Yes, hopefully. Just know that. Yes,
1: thank you. Oh. I appreciate yeah, your time. And thank your realtor, whoever it is. <laughs> I will. I will. Appreciate. She's amazing. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Kate. Thank Good you. luck. Call back in and let us know how you do.
0: I will. Thank you.
1: Okay. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Alrighty, let's see who's next. I believe our next caller is Denise. Hi Denise. Hi. How are ya? I'm you? I'm
1: calling in from Alexandria, Virginia.
0: Terrific. Mm-hmm. How are things there? Great. Terrific.
1: Um, I wanted to know if you could help me with my TMJ. Mm-hmm. I grind my teeth at night. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, your left side's worse than your right. What I did was I connected to you while you were talking, just for time's sake. And how I do that, Denise, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly, just because the body has mass. So by raising my vibrational level, I watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, hook into you in Alexandria, and then I shot energy from your feet up through the top of your head, and this all takes about a nanosecond for me to do this. It takes longer to explain it Sometimes. than it does to do it. And so it looks like the left side is the one that's out of whack. And you know how uh, on the back of a clock, they'll have uh, round wheels almost that are tongue and groove. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, where and it'll make those wheels turn, and that's what makes the clock move. The time. That's what it looks like on the left side of your jaw that you're missing a few little of those little tongues, you know, those little pegs that go in the grooves of the wheel next to it. And it has to do with how you're, that's an analogy, obviously. But what I'm doing is I'm putting stem cell energy in there and it's affecting the hinge on the left side. Do you wear a, a retainer at night or a mouth guard? No, go get one. Those Invisaligners, you know, like for braces and stuff. Just go to a, go to an orthodontist, and it's a hundred bucks. And have them. They look like football mouth guards, but they're clear. You put them in your upper and your lower. That will take care of the problem because we just fix we just aligned your jaw.
3: When I even when fix- I
0: went
1: to the dentist, he told me to just like go to a Target or something, but. I don't like the way those fit. They feel like I can swallow it at night, and so
0: he didn't fit me for anything. Right. Go to an orthodontist. I know you know somebody who has a child that goes to an orthodontist. Call them up. Say, look, I need you to make an upper and a lower retainer for me because I grind my teeth at night. They'll do it for you. Easy peasy. They do it all day long. Okay. Okay, and that should help.
1: All right. And while you were... Um, reading someone else, I sent you an email, by the way. Oh,
0: terrific. Okay, great. Well, I'll look forward to it. Thanks, Denise. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, let's see who's next. I believe it's Miss Betty. Hi, Betty.
4: Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm good. You know, I'm on my on my phone with has my mom's name, but it's Desiree. But it's Desiree oh. calling about her cute little baby you wanted to update on chocolate truffles, my little cute. Yeah, dog. yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we <laughs> talked to you a couple weeks ago. Well, yes, yeah. and I wanted to just call you with an update that I did get the results back. It is a soft tissue sarcoma, so it is malignant. But in the um doctor's room I took your advice and asked her in reference to the longevity of her um, lifespan after if I had to amputate her leg at 11 years old and dog years 77. Mm-hmm. And I I asked her assistant because she didn't even come back in, but after doing my research, just doing some of your therapy, which is one of them I just did, is, is it in my best interest? I totally use that, so thank you again for that. Mm-hmm. And I said no. She's still her happy-go-lucky self. She's running around like she does not have anything on her leg. And I found this great website called Dog Naturally. It's given me some good insight for other dog parents of how to um, and what to use to help her out. So I just wanted to call you with that update and tell you thank you because although she has these little masks on her legs, she's not changed. She's happy, and I'm just going to let her live her best life As long as I can keep her. And I think the meds I'm giving her, the All Naturals, are working.
0: Well, the thing that's so bizarre about this, Desiree, is that I'm still getting that it's not malignant. So maybe it's a future thing, but I'm just not, I'm still not getting that, that it's malignant. So I'm so glad you decided not to amputate her leg. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And I I feel the same way. I'm like, you know what? I I agree with you. And and I talked to several people and other people and I'm like, you know what? I agree with Julia. I don't think it's me either. Her demeanor hasn't changed. It's not like she's changing. She's still jumping around like crazy. I'm just being a little bit more... Softer with her because I don't want her to <clears throat> um, hold herself, and she is already smart. She took a little cone off her head and licking it after those stitches out. But I just want to tell you again, thank you for the Aww. advice, thank you for the encouragement, and right. I'm just taking everything into consideration and just praying that I can keep her as long as I
0: can. Yeah, yeah. Did you like the picture I chose of her? I know that's not what she looks like, but I had to find a cute chocolate doll. No,
4: but I decided that I'm going to go on your website and send you some photos of us and just tell you thank you again and just, um, again, just let you know that we're doing good. I most definitely will keep you up to date for your website. Great.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. What what I'm talking about, everybody, is a couple of weeks ago, that was the theme of the show, or that was the title. You know, each week I come up with a question somebody submitted, and then I have to name the show so that I can have some kind of an image to have a graphic done to post. And so, so Truffles got to be the star of the show that week, and I just came up with a picture that I thought... Okay, this looks
4: like. Well, when I send you the cute picture, you'll see she is just starved, and she just makes me oh, happy,
0: makes me smile. Wonderful. So as long as I can keep
4: that smile, I'm excited every day. But thank you perfect. again, much prayers to you, your husband,
0: and happy holidays. Alrighty, you too. Thanks, girl. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.
5: Most of us have busy lives and. We know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout. And you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Okay, fun.
0: All right, we do this show every Thursday night. It's Halloween and Thanksgiving, and Christmas is on a Thursday. And it's at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can find this information a bunch of different places. I uh, It's on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll find it. It is in the show notes of anywhere you download podcasts. I believe we're on 70 outlets. So anywhere you download podcasts, just look in the show notes, and it'll be on there. I put a note on my blog that I send out each Wednesday night, and it's a question somebody has submitted online. And in the show notes, it'll say, hey, remember to call in. And then on social media, I post on Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram and Ask Julie Ryan on Facebook. We're also on YouTube. We're also on Alexa. So you can find that information anywhere. When you're on my site, sign up for the blog And also sign up for a private session, and then we'll have a whole hour to discuss whatever you want to talk about. Uh, You know, it can be a multitude of things, as time will allow. It doesn't have to be just medical or just pets. It can be combo platter of whatever, because after all, I'm a buffet of psychicness. I crack myself up when I say that, but it's true. Okay, so this week's Question came from Sarah, and Sarah lives in Louisville, Kentucky, also known as Louisville. But in the south here, they say Louisville. And she said, Hi, Julie. My son passed away from autoerotic asphyxiation almost 10 months ago. My question is this. Did he die this way by accident, and was this his or our soul plan? I'm struggling to get my mind around that, even though I'm a believer in soul plans. I've also had the thought that I helped to manifest his passing. I didn't want him to die, but I did want relief from the struggles in our relationship. He was 16. I hope he's okay. I was told he was confused that he died and didn't accept it right away. I'm functioning pretty well, only because I believe intellectually that he transitioned and is still with me. I want so badly to have a visit from him. I may have had a few spirit winks from him, but not for a while now. Thank you for any advice or message you can give me, Sarah. And, oh, my God, how heart, you know, heart-wrenching is this question from Sarah. So here's my response. Hi, Sarah. My condolences on the passing of your son. I can't even imagine what you've been going through. In order to get some information for you, I first energetically connected to you and from you to your son. He was standing next to you at your right shoulder. That's usually where they show up when we call him in. Your son told me his death was an accident and that it was his soul's plan. We all decide when, where, how, and who's with us when we die. I don't believe it's a preordained plan, rather, It's a decision our soul makes about how to exit this lifetime. Funeral directors have countless stories about loved ones waiting to die until someone sitting with them leaves the room to get a cup of coffee. Please know we cannot create in someone else's reality only in our own. You didn't cause him to manifest his death. You don't have the ability to do that to anyone but yourself. Your son also told me he's around you all the time. You can summon him just by thinking of him. Likewise, when he's close by, you're likely to think of him. It works both ways. If you want to communicate with him, just say something to him either aloud or in your head. His response will come as a thought you think. It'll happen instantly. The more the, the more you practice, the better you'll get at communicating with him. That's what, I, what we were practicing with, with Kate, who's looking for a new home in, in uh, Columbus. Lastly, please consider reading my book, Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens as We Transition from This Life into the Next. I believe it will inform you about how he was surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones at the time of his passing, and still is. And I believe you'll find the stories about families with whom I've worked comforting. By the way, scientific research has corroborated what I discuss in my book, How We're Surrounded by Angels and Deceased Loved Ones and Pets, it seems many people are experiencing what I call the 12 phases of transition, and that's how angels and our loved ones and our pets are surrounding us as we pass. Hope this gives you some peace. Sending big hugs your way. This scientific research, you guys, if you go on my website, askjulieryan.com, and you pull up this vlog, it's for this week. It's called A Sun's Passing. I have links to a couple of TED Talks. The first one is of a guy who's an MD, PhD, who, by the way, graduated from the Ohio State University, where I went. I love that part. And he uh, has done a bunch of research with hospice patients as they're dying and as they're approaching death, and they – talk about seeing their deceased loved ones and their pets, and you can watch his TED Talk about that. And then the second one that's up there is by a guy named Peter Fenwick, who's in bought in uh, London at King's College, and he's done a lot of research on near-death experiences, people who've died and then come back, and they all talk about being surrounded by angels, being surrounded by deceased loved ones, being surrounded by pets. So don't you love it when science matches up with woo-woo? I do. All right. With that, thanks, Sarah, from Louisville. I hope this gives you some comfort, those answers. Okay. Let's go back to the phone and let's see who's next. I believe our next caller is Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. How are you? Terrific. Where are you calling us from? I am I am your neighbor, sort of, in Georgia, Alpharetta, Georgia. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah, I saw the 404 uh, air code. I thought, that's an Atlanta number, but, you know, with cell phones, you could be in an yeah, yeah. Atlanta area. <laughs>
3: that's true. That's
0: so true. Al- Alpharetta is a suburb of Atlanta, everybody. It is. Yep.
3: Um I am calling i'm I'm just still in shock that I got you, so i'm thank you <laughs> but You're welcome. Um, I am calling about my um dearly loved dog Annabelle yeah. um, she transitioned last um this past october twenty seventh so almost two weeks ago
1: yeah.
3: um kind of suddenly well, no, it was very sudden for me <laughs> and um so I'm calling. I'm still hunting for peace about what happened. Um, mm-hmm. And sorry, I said I wasn't going to cry, but I think I might. Um, oh. What kind of dog was she, Lori? Um, she was a um, Pembroke Corgi and a German Shepherd. <laughs> so she oh, looked like a short shepherd. She was adorable. <laughs> she oh. was the cutest thing. Still is. <laughs> um, but I think I'm trying to just understand... Um I know what the vet told us, you know, in terms of what was happening. But I think I need to hear from someone who can connect with her, what was happening for her, like how she mm-hmm. experienced it. So we stayed there with her and we... Um, did we she did she business. get sick? What happened? Was she hit um, by a car? No, no. <laughs> no, I think... No, I feel like I was. <laughs> but, uh, I bet. No, She um, she had thrown up on... Friday, like later in the day, all of her food and breakfast. And that was strange, but I thought, okay. And she seemed a little out of it, a little spacey. Um, but then she wanted to eat dinner and she was happy when her dad came home and she kind of perked right back up and we're like, okay, she seems okay. And then Mm -hmm. Saturday we were gone for a little bit, but came back and, um, she had played that morning and she was all excited to see us at the door Saturday. Um, so I was, I was sending her Reiki when we were away for the day because I just was concerned about her (laughs) because she, you know, she, she hasn't shown any, she, she was aging, but she hadn't shown any major signs of decline that were that rapid. Um, And then Sunday morning we played both her and her, my fiance played with her and she's just this happy, joyful spirit in our home. And mm-hmm. um but then by Sunday night she refused dinner and Annabelle does never refuse never refuses dinner. She only did that one other time in her life when she had a severe infection from um mm-hmm. chewing open her skin, a, mm. a spot on her hip. And um and we you know, treated that and she came out of it fine. But when Annabelle refused food we were like, Uh oh, no, this is something's really wrong. And so we actually took her to the ER and um and then that's when they told us, like, this horrific news. <laughs> and
0: so, what, well, what did they tell you that she had some, they, what was wrong with her? Well, um, she
3: seemed to have trouble, she began to have trouble breathing, and her breathing seemed labored, and her tummy seemed distended, and so that's what we were like, we got to get her to the ER. And she actually looked like she wanted to go. She kind of drug herself out to the car, and we put her ramp up to get her in, And um, but then the vet When they triaged her, they said, I was concerned that she was bleeding internally, and it turns out that's what it was. Um, They said that they found a splenic mass um, near her stomach or or next to her stomach could be bleeding into her stomach um, that it may be ruptured. They didn't know if it was cancerous or not, but they said they were 90% sure based on the ultrasound that that's what they saw, And, um, and then just showed us like a, you know, a vial of blood that they had pulled from her stomach. And they said they could do surgery, but at her age, they didn't recommend it. And um, and we, it, you know, I, I said that if she had, if it was cancerous, I would never put her through chemotherapy. I didn't think that was the humane thing to do for her. Um, so they said if I wasn't going to do that, that her her odds weren't so great, but it just seemed... I just don't have peace about it because, it's one, it was just super sudden because she went from super healthy to just suddenly, like, boom. like. But even, like, a couple weeks leading up to it, although she was acting totally normal, I felt like she was maybe beginning to see angels or spirits in our, in our apartment. But I do Reiki work, so <laughs> part of me thought that's just par for the course that she was maybe mm-hmm. tuning into things. But in retrospect, I think maybe she was kind of warning me that, she was going to transition. I, I don't know. I'm just, mm-hmm. but then she seemed yeah. like she was just fighting to hold on at the end. I don't feel like she wanted to leave us.
0: And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, and we didn't want honey. her to
3: leave, obviously. So, so anyway, I'm
0: so sorry. But we
3: did, did the very end elect to do euthanasia because she mm-hmm. um, had relieved herself on herself, which she'd never done her entire life. And I thought, no, I just, I just asked the angels to take her. Rather than drag her through surgery, and I'm mm-hmm. sure that they did. Mm-hmm. But
0: well, let me tell, let I me tell finish. you something. Let me okay. let me tell you something before I forget. You know, I have Here. scanned. Oh God, I have no idea how many dogs over two and a half decades. I mean, countless. Okay. And the thing that they all tell me, tell us when we're scanning them, is. When their owners say how, my daughter-in-law is a vet, Lori, and so she she doesn't call them owners. She calls them their humans, which I think right. is hysterical. Yeah. So so dogs human. They're humans. Always they always tell me to tell their humans that they will know when it's time for them to be euthanized or that they're you know on their last leg when they can't control their bowels. Yeah. especially their bowels. Yes. So the yes. fact that you just said that is massive. That's huge. Okay. Because well, it's I funny have funny that so many times.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's not funny, but I specifically asked the angel of mercy to please give me a very distinct sign that I know that we're doing the right thing. And when she picked herself up and moved herself, she was trying to get away from where she had just relieved herself. Mm-hmm. I knew. And that's when I called for the euthanasia right away because I, I didn't want her to suffer anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like that was a gift to me, but it was it a brutal gift.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. That's so hard. Well, so what's your question for her?
3: Um, well, I asked her right before her transition to um, please come back to me and show me that she's around by showing me white bunnies. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and she has she's so smart <laughs> she's like the smartest dog and I'm and as I'm working in Reiki I really just want her to be one of my spirit guides but as I've been in grief and and pain um you know I feel like she's trying to connect to me but I'm just in so much pain that it's hard for me to connect with her mm-hmm. um but I want that more than anything <laughs> so I want to know that she's okay I want to know that I would like to know if she's found people um on the other side that she knows. I feel like she was the first one to go, even though we have relatives, et cetera, up there, but no one that she knew here. um I don't know. I
0: have so many questions that I guess okay <laughs> it's hard so to pick one, but so first of all, um people and dogs are different, like the animals aren't looking for people that they know people people see their deceased loved ones when they transition, okay. but animals, not so much. You know, we're putting a human characteristic okay. on a dog here. Okay. So what she's around you all the time, her spirits around you all the time. And okay. she's saying that this is great because she can go with you wherever, whereas before yeah. you had to leave. So that's yeah. number one. We've been
3: saying that to no. one another. We've been saying, oh, look, we don't have to say goodbye to her. She's traveling with us now. Like just,
0: That's right. We've been saying Can't that to her.
3: We talk to her.
0: The other thing she's telling me is that you think you hear her nails on the floor. Have you felt like you heard her, and then you're like, "Oh, well, she's not here anymore." She's saying you're hearing her, and you're discounting it.
3: Um, I don't. I haven't heard her nails on the floor, but anytime I hear anything, I because I'm here all day by myself. I've I've been home with her her entire life during the day because mm-hmm. I work from home. Mm-hmm. So, not having her here is a Big shock and upset to my world because yeah. her little move, every little move, I would be up checking on her. It's, I've just because <laughs> I just loved her so much. Yeah, um, but so but she has done a couple weird things that I know are her. Like I'll get these certain noises. Like one was to remind me, like something clunked in the dryer, and I was like, "What was that?" And it was I had just washed her blanket for the first time after she had passed, and. Um, I pleaded with her to please leave her scent on the blanket, even though I was washing it, like for her to figure out a way to do that. And, mm-hmm. um, I got like a, I had forgot it was in there and dry. And then there was this little clunk and I knew right away that that was her reminding mm-hmm. me to open the dryer and check. And so I did, and I pulled it out and it smelled like her more than it, before I had washed it. And I, I just sat there like, you were such an amazing dog. <laughs> even my fiance who can't smell anything could smell her. <laughs> I knew it wasn't just me, um, but I do feel like um, I feel like she has been quieter. I haven't heard her nails, although that is something I would listen. You know, I would hear all the
0: time, like on our. But um, well, she's she's basically saying you're hearing her. You're going to hear her nails. So when you hear her nails, don't discount it you know okay it, i won't. like let it <laughs> in but she's yep. letting you know she's around you all the time and uh and that she's you know she's she, she she's told me twice this is great cuz she can go with you when you when you leave the house <laughs> i always so, thought she
3: wanted to come with us every time we left so yeah, it is
0: kind of cool yeah, that we can do it now. Yeah. <laughs> why don't you schedule a private session with yes, me and we'll have a like whole to. hour and we can <laughs> dissect all of this and yeah. uh and thanks for calling in so i'm time so sorry yeah about so Annabelle. <laughs> oh yeah you know i just it's so hard yeah and and people that aren't animal lovers don't understand but it's like no. you know somebody yeah. dies out of town and you see them twice a year and it's heart wrenching and it's awful but somebody that you know an animal that's with you 24/7 it's when different you, go, yeah. it's different yeah Absolutely. it's intense well it's
3: nice to hear you say that because I you know I think some people can get over some of their pets losses quickly and I'm just she was just part of my soul team like she she was different she wasn't just a pet so and I know she's still going to work with me, but I just want to make sure that i'm I'm tuning I have to learn a
0: new way of hearing
3: now I'm right like, I don't work right. either <laughs> so okay anyway.
0: well you, you 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 are so welcome um schedule a private private I session will. and let's let's uh, talk more about this okay, okay. Thanks all so right much. Take, take care, care. Okay. Take care. Okay. bye-bye okay let's see who's next I believe it's Carrie hi Carrie oh hello Julie how are you I'm
3: well how are you Good. that's a tough one to follow isn't it yeah. whoa but let me tell you about the dog theme I'm calling about my dog <laughs> Oh, gosh, this is like a dog
0: show tonight. Okay. I know. What's, but, hey, What's it's going, going to be. Your dog? Where are you, first um, of all? Where well, from?
3: I am in Reno, Nevada, on the okay. West Coast. Yes. Yeah. And we have an old, an old guy. His name is Hunter. He mm-hmm. is a yellow lab. And wow. we adopted him from the um, Humane Society last January. And we mm-hmm. kind of knew, you know, he had some hip issues. My main question is, is he's having some other i I'm just wondering if he is ready to transition over. Okay.
0: So what I'm going to do, Carrie, is I'm going to connect to you energetically. There's a laser beam heading out to Reno from Sweet Home, Alabama. And then I'm going to connect the hunter from you. Okay. okay. So let's ask him some questions. His spirit is in his body, so he's not dying yep. at the moment. Okay. And if you go on my website, com, Carrie, there's a, a tab that says the 12 phases of transition, and you'll see mm-hmm. graphics. That's what happens when people die, and their spirit exits the body through the top of the head, and it holds on while somebody's dying, and it looks like a bubble that's attached to the yep. top of their head. That's what animals look like, too. They, they're not surrounded by angels and deceased dog loved ones, you know, like <laughs> their parents and stuff. Yeah. Dog spirits. But they but that bubble looks the same. So you can see it on my site. So he is not dying at the moment, but let's ask him a couple of questions. I got two minutes left. So okay. let's, let's ask him. What do you, what do you what do you want to ask him? Are you ready um, to transition? Yes. He's saying yes. Yeah, How he, told will, he told me and my husband yes earlier. Yeah. How will you know? When he's ready to go, same thing. What I was telling Lori, the color before you, that, you know, when they can't control their bowels, that's a, that seems yeah, to be the universe. The thing is, is,
3: like he's, I don't know if it, we're going to let it go that far because he's having trouble with mobility now. Mm. You know, like it's hard for him to even, he can't even hardly walk down the hallway without slipping because of his hips and then. Oh. They're saying he has MRSA between his toes, and that's horrible. And so just okay. a lot of compounding things. So I was just wondering. I didn't want to do it too soon because who am I to take away his life? But uh-huh.
0: So are you ready?
3: Confirmation. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, Hunter, are you ready for Carrie to – are you ready for your humans? How about that? Are you ready for your humans yeah. to euthanize you? He's saying yes before the questions even out.
3: Yep. He told me that too. Okay. I was just yeah. wanting to see what you had to say, so I really appreciate
0: that, Yeah. Answer. There's some validation okay. for you. Okay. Call yes, back in you. and let us know how it goes and how you're doing, right, mostly, okay. how you're doing. Okay. Sounds thank Thanks, Carrie. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, everybody. That's it for this week. For those of you that didn't get on, please call back in next week. Let me know you didn't get on. I'll do my best to get you on next week. For everybody listening, I hope you have a wonderful Weekend and uh, go, Buckeyes, go, Roll Tide, the Alabama Crimson Tide, and the big football games this weekend. And uh, hope you have a great week. And please call in and join us next week. Until then, take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan, and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan.